2: Welcome to a new episode of Self-Helpless. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Delaney Fisher. And I'm Kelsey Cook. And today we have absolutely one of my favorite people on the podcast, a good friend of all of ours. Um, Genuinely like a brother to me, he has a brand new one-hour special out on Amazon called Overwhelmed. It's absolutely hilarious. He filmed it safely during the pandemic, and it's so good. Um, So without further ado... Let's get into the episode with our good friend, Dustin Nickerson. Please welcome to the show, Dustin Nickerson. Yay!
3: <laughs> Thank you. That's like the first time ever, Taylor, that you've brought me on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, I like the I way that. Go ahead. I wasn't clean enough to open for you uh, at your special.
3: No, you did not produce my special,
2: <laughs> and,
3: <laughs> and the and the man who produced my special also got to do the opening ten. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but thank you uh, for having me. This is nice. It is uh, nice to. Uh, it's you know the, like if, uh, you see nobody. This is like a green room now. This is like oh, remember friendships.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does That's feel good. Very <laughs> <laughs> yeah says the man with a full blown family at home. I I don't see anyone.
3: Yeah, no, I see (laughs) them and you're like, great, new, I would love new. (laughs) I actually, I I had this thought right before we got on here. So uh, like uh, many board men uh, have grown facial hair uh, and uh, my facial hair looks objectively bad. It doesn't look good. Uh, But (laughs) my wife, Melissa uh, said she likes it. And it's making me think that she is so like, just tired of being locked in with me. (laughs) She's just trying to make me look like a different person. It's as if it like, as if I just put on a costume, we're like, we're, 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 We're role playing over with with facial features. So,
0: this is what it's come to. Whatever gets people by these
3: days. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no judgment. What do you need? You need me to, do you need me to have a mullet? What do you need to make this work? Mullets are kind of back right now. So,
2: they are. Thank you, Miley.
3: Yeah. For real. Miley and Theo. I don't know who the other one is.
2: (laughs) Miley and Theo (laughs) (laughs) Vaughn.
3: miley and theo sounds like a disney show
2: it really does yeah
3: and it could be kids or animals i don't know if miley and theo is a dog cat thing it might be a dog cat cartoon i'm not sure
1: honestly i would (laughs) tune into a miley cyrus theo vaughn show in a heartbeat yeah what a combination of personalities i just think that would be (laughs) kind of what we're all missing
3: yeah, it's that <laughs> it's that mix of like very successful Southern trashy, right. but like pretty has some elements of class to it. It's a you know uh, Miley oh. and Theo. I don't know how the show hasn't been made yet. How I mean, don't know twenty
0: twenty one Theo
3: might that might be a podcast on all things comedy that I don't know about honestly. <laughs> they, there's a lot I of mean,
2: them. truly. There are, um, <laughs> I did tell Dustin before we started recording. I texted him earlier and I said, You need to bring your favorite quote, um, and it cannot be a Bible
1: verse.
2: So, <laughs> yeah, Dustin. <hopefully, laughs>
3: yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Want to hear a
1: Bible verse? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> Thank Delaney, you. No. Thank
3: you for your open heartedness, Delaney. Now, let me Close tell it you. Up. Yeah, now, you. Now, now, in Matthew 5, um, Jesus. <laughs> Do I, do we start with a quote? Is that, Yeah, start we a, start uh, with a quote. My, my favorite quote. Dustin's
2: never listened to the show. Dustin, <laughs> you know, one of my dearest friends, practically yeah. my brother, has never heard the show because we talk uh, too openly about sex on it. Uh,
3: if it makes you feel better, I am friends with you in real life. Uh, and more importantly, uh, uh, I'm well-versed. I could do a large chunk of all three of your acts. I delaney, yeah. I might remember more of your act than you remember right now. So, so probably, that's quite right. Let's not say that I'm not supportive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. want
3: that to be portrayed. We
1: don't get that personal about sex in recent times, I feel like. There's some older,
3: Recently
2: we've been better. It means yeah. some older episodes. Well,
3: yeah. Let let me ask you what your favorite episode of Don't Make Me Come Back There is, Taylor. Uh, <laughs> fair, totally fair. <laughs> a, a funny podcast about family out every Tuesday by one Dustin Nickerson. Other than the ones, <laughs> other than the ones, you're, see, Delaney didn't even know that was my podcast. She didn't did understand <laughs> that reference. Kelsey barely <laughs> got it, and she's been on it. So. No, I do. I, like, I
1: was ashamed because I was thinking the only one I've listened to is like from the social media clips that you shared of me and Kane being on it. So <laughs> we did great. We had you, a great time. It was, and you've
3: fun. been on it twice. Uh, I came to your hotel room in Vegas. Oh
1: my god! See? You guys don't yeah, even right. remember episodes you've been on. So now, <laughs>
2: oh, look, <laughs> no, I, I do, do remember. I, now, I learned, learned what a podcast was.
0: Once we started recording ours, <laughs> then I knew what a podcast was. Yeah. I, I, so I, I didn't yeah, listen to podcasts true. until probably a year into Self-Helpless.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but
2: Delaney the, gets a pass. Delaney the, gets a pass on that Well, one.
3: The, podcast, yeah. the podcast world used to be this, like, up-and-coming independent thing. And now you, like, log on, and it's like, hey, did you see Michelle Obama has a podcast now? Right, <laughs> like, yeah. It's does. so yeah. celebrity-driven at this point. Everybody has one. So, yeah. uh uh, there, there, maybe not a direct correlation, uh, but my favorite quote is an Oscar Wilde quote, uh, and he says uh, it's ah uh, it is absurd to divide people into good or bad. And he says, "I, I Taylor, you've probably heard me say this, was said, people are either charming or tedious."
2: So good. Mm-hmm.
3: And I think about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that's people, such a good one. <laughs> because everybody is good or bad, or they have elements. There's like a couple people that are truly evil. But I very much think of people in my life as either charming or tedious. Like you're like, oh, I'm happy to see them. Or you see them and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just like, you know just people are just draining. like work. They're just draining. They're like a people that feel like a task. You yeah. know?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's That's task.
3: <laughs> a
1: task personified. I love it.
3: Yeah. Oh, gosh. I just gotta get you, you're like a I gotta check you off. Yeah. To,
1: <laughs> oh. You're like scooping the cat litter of a person.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So that's 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 my favorite quote, and uh, and all three of you are charming. So there you go.
2: Oh, thank you. That's very good. I mean, I, I, Dustin and I are close enough that I have certainly uh, gone into tedious at times.
3: I would say you're there about maybe. Twelve percent of the time.
2: <laughs> that's nice.
3: Yeah. I'll take no, 12. I, yeah. I mean, if you consider how many hours Taylor and I are in communication, that's not bad. Uh, that's
2: pretty
3: good. <laughs> I think anyone that you're really close with has to be tedious, otherwise you're not yes. actually close with them.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. They that's have a to. Really good point. <laughs> they have to show.
3: You, they have to show you the tedious side if you're really going to be friends.
1: Yeah. yeah. Especially during quarantine. I mean, I would assume like you're saying with your family. There's yeah. no no shot that it's going to be 100% charming between no. you and your family constantly. No.
3: especially like the age breakdown. I mean, I have a 13-year-old boy. It's just like he goes from like like this just all the time to like a full volume spaz yell. Like those are <laughs> and there's is that, is that this like phase where he just like yells out phrases and noises and just constantly it's just like he's like an alarm clock just like (laughs) yeah uh, and it's uh yeah we're like you need an outdoor hobby you need you need to learn to surf in the deep waves you need to (laughs) uh so he took up skateboarding during quarantine and it's been like a huge like yeah no just go for hours just go skip school, (laughs) skip Zoom school, whatever it may be. (laughs) So yes, there has certainly been an element because my household is is my wife, uh, our three kids, my kids are 13, 11 and six. And then my dad lives with us, uh, my 70 year old dad. So it's a it's a full Full house. house. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I love how you're at a point with parenting where you're just so ready for your kid to get out of the house that you don't even care that it's skateboarding, which is, you know, considered a pretty dangerous sport. Yeah. Yeah, no. gone yeah. for hours. Yeah, like. do
3: it. Do it down the. Do it down the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we took away his helmet. <laughs> that honestly make it riskier uh
2: I don't think you can skateboard anywhere else I think you can only skate down the middle of the road I've only seen skateboarding in coming of age movies I, from, <laughs> what, from what I've seen it's like a skate park or the middle of the road
3: yeah yeah I think this version of skateboarding you see is a little more solemn than what it actually is <laughs> or you know or it has better soundtrack music
0: <laughs> How, how's so, that
2: Oh, oh, go good. ahead. Go ahead, Taylor. No, we're probably going to ask the same thing.
0: Oh, I was just going to ask, how's, uh, how's parenting going in quarantine and also like being a husband? <laughs> how, when, when everybody's just under the same roof all the time, how are you making time individually for everybody or what does that look like?
3: Right. Yeah. Well, for I've spent more time with my kids over the last nine months than ever, like as far as the season goes, because uh, I'm not working much and they're home. And, you know, like it's everything that we're doing is kind of like this is this is my work today, like setting up this ring light. This was my big my big objective for the day. So uh, other than that, I think we're all going to color later. I think we've got got, uh, some various crafts. Uh, Maybe if it stops raining, we'll play on the trampoline. So as far as time goes, there's a lot of it together, which is nice. But the biggest stresses are. are the, is the, the, no, the kids aren't in school. Like that's, you know, if you're, if you're still in like the distance learning places, which a lot of the country still is, it's, you know, you don't, you just take for granted how you, your kids would go off for six to seven hours a day. And so many of their needs are met in school. Their social needs are met in school. Um, you know, a lot of like it's, that doesn't necessarily apply to us, but a lot of for a lot of individuals, like a lot of social services apply are applied through the school. Kids get fed in the schools. You know, a lot of like child care is provided through schools like a lot of, you know, there's their sports are through their schools, their activities. Our kids do music and dance and stuff all through the school. And it's just like all gone. So they're lacking that. Joel, <laughs> our son, Joel, said the other day, goes like, Dad, I don't think I've seen a girl in since like May. <laughs> you know so it's a it's a it's a different time that creates this unique challenge but that also then I think puts the most stress on me and Melissa because like you know I have the joke about it now but it's like you know we're if they're in school we're in school we have to be you know next to the zoom call at 8 30 a.m too which it's like oh man I didn't I've not, the best day of my life was the day that I finished college. Like I hyped that day. Like, this is going to be great. I don't, uh, and, uh, and it lived up to its expectations. So, and now it's now I'm back in an elementary school, no less.
2: Right. (laughs) Can you like play on your phone next to her?
3: Yeah. That's when I'm texting you. That's my tedious. That's when I'm 12% tedious to you,
2: (laughs) which is like, yeah, that's when Dustin finally gets back to me. When I texted him the night before, like I'm so sad about my like lonely apartment, and he's like, yeah. it's six a.m. and I'm with my children." Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> "Do you
3: do you know the difference between short and long O sounds?" That's what I'm trying to remember.
2: <laughs> Is it
3: ooh or ooh I don't remember.
2: <laughs> I, I,
3: this in a long, long time. So, uh, yeah, you and I are operating on different hours. That's for sure. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. one to 2 AM and yet I'm up at six with nothing else to do. So the one thing that I'm very good at is recess. Like when recess hits, I'm like, bam, I'm like the recess lady. Uh, but it's definitely stressful. I mean, (laughs) her, uh, she said, um, uh, her mom was here for Christmas and, uh, And yesterday they went to Balboa Park here in San Diego. And Melissa said, I was like, how was it? And she's like, I couldn't articulate it, uh, but I just needed to go outside and look at something pretty uh, to get ready for the next year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So there's definitely a lot of that, which I think all of us, to some extent, yourselves included, we're all feeling just like a... It's like we're all spiraling, but ju- it's all spiraling a little differently, but it's all downward. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> like some yeah. has more twirls and oh, some are more of a direct shot, a straight, but it's all down. It's, everyone's going down. No one is, no relationship is improved <gasps> in the last yeah. nine it's the same you know, sometimes
2: you know sometimes you flush your toilet and it's really fast and then other yeah. times it goes kind yeah. of slow because the water in your building or something yeah that's kind of how it is
3: and then maybe yeah. in the southern hemisphere it goes the other direction but it's still going down <laughs> regardless we're all crap going to the sewer in this metaphor uh,
1: i know that that's not particularly uplifting but there's something, there's something comforting about it though just to be like you know what yeah, like there's no FOMO in that observation. It's like w- everybody's a piece of yeah shit going downward. It's yes. you know, <laughs> yeah. and Delaney. We don't want to hear that your life is great. Let me just stop <laughs> you before you say it. It just it feels nice. Feels nice. Yeah.
2: I mean, to be fair, I think Australia's like back to normal, which sucks. Uh, um. But anyway, this is getting sad. So you? No,
3: I'm here for it. Yes, please.
2: You, you don't uh, allow your kids to have social media. Let's talk about that because the only person here who's brave enough to get off of social media is Delaney, who's been easing into that. Kelsey and I will never. Um, because <laughs> Under no circumstances. It is part of our job, and TikTok yeah. is what keeps our mental health afloat. I was going to say. <laughs> um,
3: if you got a social media, I think your reps would drop
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Without question. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't even be a
1: discussion. The phone call would go. You know why we're doing this, right? And I'd say, say have a good (laughs) life, and that would be it.
3: Yeah, yeah. That seems like a corresponding, uh, that's cause and effect. Like Delaney's like, hey, I'm getting happier, and I'm having a good year. And I'm off um, social media. Those things affected one another, right? That's the bat hitting the ball.
2: Chicken
0: or the egg, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't uh, know. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, I do not. Yeah, our kids are not on social media, um, which is a fad that I'm. we're hoping to continue to pioneer. Um, the majority of their friends are. Now, it doesn't mean they're, like, totally devoid of it because they have friends and they see friends and, you know, they'll look at, you know, get on social media together or whatever, which is still, like, it's very different than being on there. To me... Melissa, I I don't, Melissa is my wife. I'm not going to say Melissa, my wife anymore. Just so we all know this. Anytime I'm referring to Melissa, that's uh, my, Melissa said this the other day where she said like, she thinks that in like 40, 50 years, we're going to talk about kids on cell phones, the way that we talk about like uh, people smoking in the past.
2: Oh, Yeah. I think Ronnie Chang has a joke about that. Is that Ronnie Chang? Who has a joke?
3: Dang, Melissa's a thief. Melissa's a hack.
2: <laughs> your wife's a hack. <laughs> no, I think, Sorry to tell you. I, I think it's I think it's from Chang's special. I could be wrong, but I think it is where he said he says the same thing, and he's like, I can't believe we let pregnant women do that. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. my god. Yeah, That's I mean so it is funny. Like, it's a it's very clearly proven to be bad for your mental health, yeah. and uh and for teens it's a it's a disaster. I mean it's already no matter what, those are already the worst years of your life. And, and now it's all the bad parts of, I was some book, I don't remember who said it, but said that it's like, you know, when you're a kid, especially when you get into like middle school, like, you know, it's the constant social pressures and the do they like me and am I performing well enough? And, uh, you know, I said that funny thing that they laughed at or I got teased or this person said it. it's all of that, but all the time. So when you, we were kids, like when you didn't have social media, you would come home and your home was your little refuge, at least from that. Yeah. Your home might be a disaster in its own ways, but at least it's a refuge from that. But it's not with social media. You're constantly, you know, tuned in to, you know, how many likes did I get or how many followers do I have and what comment did they make? Or, you know, because we do that. I'm a I'm a grown man. And I'm like, who looked at my stories today? <laughs> you know, <laughs> of course, Oh, yeah. man. Taylor didn't like that. Oh, man. you know, it's like it's, <laughs> I'm so petty. I'm like a, I'm genuinely content, grown man. And I'm doing that. So to put that in the hands of a 13 year old boy or 14 year old right. girl, it's crazy. It's crazy, though. I will say some of them are very funny on TikTok. <laughs> so funny so but also <laughs> yeah.
2: just to address that comment i only crap out of your stories when there's a lot of reading <laughs> there's a lot of screenshotting yeah. people's opinions on like the best christmas song and i'm like this is yeah this is this isn't even dustin at this point these yeah. are just people in the yeah. His dms yeah
3: yeah this is yeah that's ex- um well i'm i'm um I think it's important that I have transparency and I can share my DMs. Uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing exciting in there. People just coming in there going like, no, man, Christmas Shoes is a good song. We are so
0: <laughs> Or
3: unfollow
0: <laughs> Justin, <laughs> pretty exciting oh did you did you sit down and tell your kids why they're not a- allowed to be on social media like what was that conversation like when did this happen
3: it's uh, it's like every every eight days we have it uh <laughs> it's in, well it's it's confusing to them Never too right we, yeah because i'm on, on social media you know and right. and so they're like but i think that kind of helps because i tell them all the time i was like listen i wouldn't do this If I didn't have to, I don't, I don't enjoy this. There are moments of things that you make or you enjoy, but then you do a thing, you know, it's um, uh, I feel like this is fun because I'm Taylor and I are just sharing conversations we've had over the years. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the phrase that I always use is it's in our world, it's a lot of like public trying, you know, like we just try these things and you're like, I had this funny idea and then it bombs and nobody sees it or only your most critical comedian friends see it and they're and you're just like well that got 11 views I'm really glad that I put so much work in it so it's just this tire, exhausting thing that uh, I think that because I can say to them like listen I'm on this, this is a professional thing I don't really enjoy it that much uh, that I think helps but it is a total ongoing thing you know like w- particularly I think like so they have, uh, they have little phones called uh, Gab phones. Uh, this is like going to be like a plug for this company. Uh, but we, uh, we love them because uh, they can text and call and nothing else. Oh, so
0: oh, the dream, the dream, <laughs> like a Disney <laughs> like phone. A flip it, yeah, phone, yeah, exactly. Have, what, yeah. Those are the, fo- on the phone? yeah, I wish. Yeah. That would take,
3: that would be the final. That's, that's exactly, that's what phones were. When we first got phones, and
1: yes, uh, was my happiest, I had a Nokia. Yes, I could text, oh. I could call, I could play Snake, and it was just like yeah, oh, I mean, yes. the basics. The yeah, basics.
3: yeah, you had to hit the numbers for the letters, but you got good at it.
1: Yes, you know,
3: uh, t was baby T
1: nine.
3: It was yes. it was legal to text and drive. It was. <laughs>
1: Those were the days.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is a law that came later. That they're like, hey, people are dying.
1: Yeah, it was a wild west out here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty uh,
3: lawless. <laughs> but that does help because people, like parents make the excuse a lot. Like, I want to stay in touch with my kids. And you're like, yeah, I mean, there are ways to do that. And that's, uh, so that helps them socially in that they can, you know, at least like text their friends and stuff. But they can't text pictures, which is great. Uh, ah. You know, also them feeling weird. I don't like, they like, I feel left out. Uh, we, we just talk to them all the time, like, You'll always feel left out about something, you know, yeah. like you don't get to have everything. You'll either feel like you don't have, you know, like the newest uh, maybe you didn't get a PS5 or an Xbox, or you didn't uh get new clothes or new shoes, or there's going to be the person who gets the new car first, or then there will always be something. This is just your thing that and you would feel weird no matter what. That's just comes with I yeah. feel weird all the time. I feel weird, <laughs> <laughs> That
1: doesn't go away. Tell yeah. your thirteen-year-old son that someday he's gonna be dating a girl who finds out that he doesn't have social media, and she's gonna think it's the fucking coolest hottest <laughs> thing yeah. ever. Like frame yeah. it like that. That women dig dudes that are just like, oh shit, yeah. you don't even need the validation of strangers.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> into it, and he's gonna like or
2: or she'll think he's a serial killer. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's good. I mean
3: which are those that different as far as as far as vibe goes yeah exactly yeah (laughs) as far as aura that they put out into the world you know you're like oh Uh, it's a pretty 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 similar vibes you know both have beards uh you know (laughs) so that's that i don't know that's our and we could always like You know, we could always change our minds. But at this point, like now the 13 year old tells the 11 year old all the time, like, stop asking. They're going to say no. Like because the 11 year old has not gotten the years of no's that the 13 year old has. So he kind of coaches her up being like, this is a lost cause because the official stance is they can have a smartphone when they buy themselves a smartphone. We'll never provide that for them.
1: Right, they right. Can, uh, they can. So when they can get a job or start. Yeah.
3: Which is yeah. so expensive, by the way, to get a good phone now. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So that's like when they're 25. I don't know. It, does, <laughs>
2: it, it doesn't yeah.
3: concern me. Yeah.
2: Right. What, what are you going to do if one of them comes home and is like, so-and-so said they'd give me their old iPhone. Has that oh. happened yet?
3: No. Well, they try and get our old iPhones, you know, a oh. lot. There are old iPhones around the house. And I'm like, well, you still couldn't pay the monthly bill for it. True. You know, kids oh, make like, yeah. kids make like a hundred dollars a year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> leaves. Holiday
0: money.
3: <laughs> yeah. 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 And we don't pay them to do chores either. So it's, uh, it's like $50 at your birthday, $50 for Christmas. You enjoy your one month of phone access.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I don't think that even covers an activation fee. Do they still have activation fees? I don't know who starts a new phone plan. I don't know. Um, I think, but oh, maybe I'm off. I don't know. As, as non-parents, do you think that that's like, cause sometimes people push back and they're like, that's torture what you're doing to your kids. They're going to feel left out. They're going to feel different or weird. I don't know. We, we don't know. No, the, like the, the, There's no data long-term right. on whether or not we're making the right or wrong decision here.
2: Oh, I think you're making the right decision. 100%. Um Also, do you ever just tell them, like, your mom and I love each other? So you don't need that? Um, Yeah. You know? Like, if we were competing for your affection on – alternating weekends you'd probably have an instagram
3: yeah but they would, you they would.
2: <laughs> have a very stable oh, yeah. home base so maybe yeah. you can go without 27 likes
3: yeah if we were <laughs> if we were divorced like and it, i was i would be so petty uh yeah. i i would be like hitting my friends up with a bunch of followers to tag my kids accounts <laughs> 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 like not only is, are they on Instagram now, honey, uh they have a bunch of followers and they're verified. So <laughs>
1: Just
3: whatever it takes to get some favor.
1: Yeah. You were saying that you don't have any data. The closest I could give you from real life experience is that my first boyfriend, um, he his his parents raised him and his sister without television. They grew up without TV and you think like holy shit how did they do that how did that even work and um, he was one of the most creative people i've ever met in my entire life like still to this day Wild. and it's hard to know like you know nature versus nurture if he was just he was brilliant but like i would have to think that growing up without tv being forced to like make your own fun, go outside, do something else when most everybody else was just like plunked in front of the TV. Right. Shit. His mind, I mean, so creative. And his yeah. mom wrote a book about raising kids without TV. It's, it's very fascinating. So that's kind of the only thing I can think of. But who knows, you might be fostering these things in your kids that would not come otherwise. But your
2: kids can watch TV, right? So your kids will just feel left out, but not be super creative and brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) So you are, you are a bad That's what we learned. Go all the way or not at all. Yeah, all or nothing.
3: All or nothing. It's, you know, it's got a you can't do this half stuff, you know, it's like the lockdowns. You, have, you yes. can't, you can't have indoor or outdoor dining. It's got to be closed all together. Yeah. I don't know how, <laughs> that was a terrible comparison, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think that like um, uh, I, we, we always so much, we always try and do like the focus on the good things you have, you know? And uh, <laughs> the um, I told Taylor this as well. I told, we use the analogy all the time. Uh, We say, uh, if you want 10 things, you know, uh, uh, but you get eight things, uh, focus on the eight things that you get, not the two that you don't get. And when I told Taylor that she interrupted the story and said, who wants 10 things? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like,
3: who has the audacity to want 10 items, 10 different good things in your life?
2: i thought that was very presumptuous
0: (laughs) (laughs) i thought she was gonna Um, ask what are the two things i did not get though
3: yeah (laughs) wow Wow. but
0: (laughs) But it's like if you got a sweatshirt but unconditional love is something you didn't get you
2: know what i mean right (laughs) right that's a very good point
3: Yeah, that's but, true. The, the analogy breaks down when they're not all equal things. Like, equal, you know, like I had a trampoline, but not a mom. And so <laughs> <laughs> like it just it's, you know, varying on the trampoline was great. It fulfilled a lot of needs. Okay. But
2: also you got your kids. A tra- this is why parenting is so it's it's impossible to compare parenting um, because, you know, when I was growing up. I, you know, couldn't wear makeup, couldn't be on social media, but could watch TV. But my parents would have never gotten me a trampoline. They're like, that's so dangerous. We would never, like, you know, where you guys are like, no social media, you can watch TV, and here's a trampoline. Like, everyone has skateboard. And a skateboard. A t- <laughs> and a skateboard. Yeah. I mean,
3: well, we don't. We still want our kids to be cool. <laughs> 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 yeah i mean they're
1: losing the cool points not getting you know the social media follows or whatever so you gotta beef it up in other ways yeah yeah
3: yeah. i think if you don't have a phone but you skateboard that's a cool balance
2: (laughs) cool cool. you're like timothy chalamet from yeah
3: yeah yeah i
2: think think uh, that. that's
3: Also, your family that your family didn't give you a trampoline, but you were raised in church, which is way more dangerous.
1: Yeah. Way more,
3: way more damaging than anything. (laughs) Way more. You you didn't break your neck, you break your soul.
2: Yeah. Trampoline wouldn't have called me a whore. Yeah,
3: exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You know (laughs) that that trampoline wasn't a self righteous hypocrite. No. I got my ankle twisted in the springs once, but I didn't lose my faith in the goodness of the world.
0: (laughs) I think it's interesting to hear about, you know, raising kids with no social media, because I feel like I'm surrounded by a lot of parents who talk about they they're okay with their kids having social media as long as it's like heavily monitored and all that stuff. But then it's very quickly noticeable that the parents have to do the one, do the monitoring and they kind of fall off doing that because it feels like a chore to them. And so then the kids are very much, it's unregulated and they're on it all the time and they go off to school. Then it's, so it is, I don't know how people find that, balance with regulating their kids social media i the only thing i can think of is like taking their phones as soon as they come home from school and stuff like that so it's like right you have it at school and then in the evenings you don't have it but do you know like do you have any parent friends i <laughs> <Can laughs>
3: used social? to uh um, yeah
0: restrict kids social yeah. media is there a, is there a middle ground there
3: i mean They're probably, but I feel like what we're doing is the middle ground, which is, hey, you can text, you can, we're not cutting you off from your friends, you know, like you can be on like, you know, we'll give you like, they're like on, uh, you know, they all have little Nintendo switches, but they can't do chats with strangers, you know, like we feel like we are, but you're right. Part of our, part of the motivation for not letting them do it is pure laziness on our part, because (laughs) monitoring them is a ton of work it's very challenging. Like you have to go, it's not just like looking in their browser history, right? Like, I mean, it's going through the apps, it's setting up different monitors, like safe right. search stuff. It's a ton of work. And I just have no interest in doing it, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I know some folks who do it and uh, maybe they're better parents for it, but I, you know, that's too close to call for me to make the decision that ends with me doing more work. Yeah. Like, yeah. Parenting is hard enough. Plus, whatever restriction you put on, you know who's on the cutting edge of technology all the time? Children. Children. Like, they hence will find... TikTok. <laughs> hence TikTok. Yeah, they will yeah. find the workaround, no matter what.
2: Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Instagram DMs have vanish mode now? Yes, yes. What? Yeah. What? Oh, that's yeah. scary. Yeah. Oh, it's so scary. Oh, it's geez. such bullshit. You You're can like, delete oh. a message? yeah that you sent. Okay. is that what it is have you i was gonna i was just gonna say i've
1: seen that option but i haven't done it yet so i don't even know what it is i i feel so old right now don't we all
2: sound so old <laughs> we're like what
1: is the vanish i don't know i'm like
2: you can already unsend a message can't you you can already unsend mm-hmm. a message on instagram and now there's something called vanish mode i have not used it but it says, try Vanish mode now. Have fun, casual conversations that disappear. And I'm like, Instagram, do you want us to get cheated on? Like, wow. what oh, is happening so right now? Life? It's like when they used to have that following, like that that feed where you could see what other people had liked.
3: Yeah. Do you remember oh, that? Yes. And then they oh, got
2: my rid God. of it. And I was like, someone caught their husband cheating <laughs> right. by way of that. Oh.
3: Yeah.
1: I thought that the vanish mode was, um, like if you, and I think maybe this is more, if you have a, like a more public account and you're interacting with, um, people you don't know, like in your DMS and stuff like that, if you don't want to continue to get notifications when those people that maybe, maybe they say like, Hey, that was a funny video. And you say, Hey, thanks so much. But you don't want to like continue to get notifications that you could make that vanish. Does that make sense? I Country saw some of the believe? YouTube beauty people talking about that. That oh, they, okay. They will respond to one person once and then they'll get like flooded because that person will then keep trying to interact with them and they'll get all these messages but they don't want to get notified. They want it to go back into the folder of like DM requests.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. After
1: they've had one interaction. Does where that make you sense can, what I'm Where you
3: can see it but they don't know that you've seen it. Yes. Right.
1: Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. I like, okay.
3: Taylor. I like Taylor. Taylor, it is pretty funny to think about the new... Like uh, rollouts on tech happen just because of one person being <laughs> like, you know what we should have,
2: yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> some texts, you know, some messages that disappear. That'd be helpful, right? And everyone's <laughs> right. like, literally nobody has asked for that, but it's a good idea. I'm designing it now,
2: actually. Well, <laughs> <Like, laughs> that's what Snapchat yeah. is, right? I yeah. mean, like Snapchat, I, I'm so old, I feel like, but. I mean, the fact that kids are still on Snapchat, I thought like, oh, Snapchat's dead and gone because we have stories now. No, people are still snap- – I only know this because I'm on TikTok. And, like, that's how people flirt now is they get each other Snapchats and they send each other pictures back and forth that disappear. And I'm like, you can just do that over text, okay? Yeah. Like they Canvas just right, on to Snapchat. Disappear. Cam Snapchat all of his friends. Still, I don't know. He's got like a group of all of his buddies
0: and weird shit to each other. I don't know. He's on the Snapchat. He's got the TikToks. He's on every. He's got YouTube. He's got all of it. <laughs> all, the the, all the social media stuff. Wow. He'll show me like, look who snapped this. And like, I thought that died years ago.
3: Yeah. Like you yeah. said,
0: I thought Snapchat kind of died with like Vine. And remember, there was a pair. Um, oh my God, something with a P. Periscope. Periscope. Periscope was a thing and then that died. I thought Snapchat yeah. was also, I don't, who knows. No, I think, I think,
3: I think like Snapchat is just like, like flared jeans. Like they just keep showing up every couple of years. You know? <laughs> like, oh, I thought we were done. I thought that was a phase. And you're like, I mean, it kind of did, but some people never stopped and now more people are doing it again. You know? True. Yes. yes.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, again, I, I, I think you and Melissa are some of the best parents I've ever seen. Um, I don't hang out with a lot of parents. But <laughs> I, but I, re- I really do. It's not a I big study guys- group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What focus group it's, are you? Yeah. you guys and my parents.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're stacking me up against Eric.
2: <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think uh, my parents are great. I think that you guys are such good parents, and the fact that you guys don't let your kids on social media and you let them have phones, but ones without internet, it does it does sound very harsh to people who don't know uh, any other good parents. I think like my aunt and uncle are like such good parents. They like homeschooled their kids, but they also put them in like dance and like other things, and their kids are all like brilliant and well-adjusted and like they're all really close and granted there wasn't social media when they were growing up as much but like I don't think they would have allowed them to be on it growing up Mm. like you guys are in that same that same uh weight class parenting wise Mm. for me where I'm like oh you guys are like doing the unpopular hard thing but you're you're really putting in the work trying to like spend time with your kids and like get to know them like you do don't you do fantasy football with your son
3: we do fantasy football yeah he does uh yeah that's a fun thing we do together um and again that's like a little outlet thing you're like hey and it's it's great because you know uh we usually do well because he does all the research and uh and I just like named the team (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah you look for those type things where I don't know like all I can really compare it is to, I mean, there is data on how it affects teens, which is massive anxiety, especially amongst girls, like huge amount of like spiking depression rates. And um, of course it is like, it's, it's already hard. And then you add to the, you know, just the, the vanity of it all of, you know, we all feel this, all of us feel this, like you know, well, I have this amount of followers, but you have this amount of followers. And I mean, yeah. everyone on everyone that we spend time with in our world, we there's this like subconscious thing where, you know, their metrics, you know, yes. <laughs> yeah. we don't say yeah. it, but it's there. It's right there, you know, and uh, I think that's times a thousand with having the biological an emotional capacity to be able to even be somewhat objective about that as a, as a kid. So uh, I, of the people, uh, the stuff that we've read, you know, on it. And then also like, we don't have any friend in our life that is glad they gave their kid a phone. No one's like, this was a good choice by us. And so we use a little bit of that and that, you know, it'll, but I think the reason people give kids phone comes from a good place. You want to give your kids the stuff they want. You know, like yeah. that's the best feeling in the world of like, yeah. hey, you wanted this. My son wanted a new skateboard. We go down to the skate shop. He picks it out. It's awesome. Uh, it was really cool. By the way, total aside, I was talking to Melissa about this, uh, uh, skateboard like shop employees are the best customer service people in the world because you, <laughs> you cannot stress them out.
1: Because they're it's just an, amped on still. They're just like, There's oh, like,
3: yeah, good choice, bro. No, that's yeah. awesome. He's like, oh, man, we got a little bit of a line going. Uh, you know, like, it's <laughs> like, it's just like so mellow like he answered the phone he's like in 94 what's up bro i was like you don't know who's on the other end of that line (laughs) this is this is a very enjoyable experience and they're like being nice to my son like you'll like a you know as you get a little bit bigger you're gonna be able to ollie more but i was a real skinny kid too and it's like this is so that's a great feeling you love that but uh but as far as the phone goes, like, there's just no real data or experience that you hear from anybody that other than, hey, I like to stay in touch with my kids, uh, that they're like, what a good choice. You know what? Actually, the main reason that I think parents like having it and that I hear from them is it's an easy consequence in taking it away,
2: <laughs> oh,
3: <yeah. laughs> which could you That's imagine really if, as an adult, if somebody was like, Dustin, if you, if you yell at your wife one more time, I'm taking your phone away. I would never yell at my wife. <laughs>
2: <laughs> For sure, that's so funny! Oh yeah. my god, yeah, that's, that's true. hilarious! I yeah. mean, my dad took my books away one summer. So. Oh my god, you, you never... sweet yeah sweet
1: child! And,
3: and look how creative you are now. You write now. You yeah. are. Yeah,
1: right. I will make you my know. own books, father. <laughs> you
2: are
3: your, You are a little woman. You are.
2: <laughs> that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Um, well, Kelsey. Kelsey and I talk about social media so much because we are so, we like it a lot, I think. I don't want mm-hmm. to speak for you, Kelsey, but I think oh, that yeah. we like it a lot, but Me we do. also mm-hmm. hate it so much and what it does to us. I mean, I've lost full days where I'm like, what did I do today? It's like you posted a picture you were excited to post and then just kept checking oh, as my the God. lights rolled in oh. all day. Yeah. It's all you did all it's- day disgusting Mm -hmm. and it
1: feels so good like yeah because I think it's that um you know it's the slot machine vibe because Mm. not everything you post does well Mm -hmm. and when things don't get uh as many likes as you want you have to really savor the days where you get an amount of likes that feels good and validating Mm. and you just let yourself (laughs) marinate in it like a (laughs) And you're just like, yes, <laughs> yes. and then, you know, the next day you're fucking back on the, on the living room floor in the fetal position, you know, it's, yeah. it's a big up and down.
3: It's like drugs.
1: <laughs> it yes. is. It's, it's,
3: it's drugs. Is. Yeah. It's drugs. Yeah. You high, it feels good. I'm enjoying this. And then, and then anytime you don't have it, you're like, well, this is terrible. I like, I've right. been
1: feeling an, it feels like an actual chemical withdrawal because, um, It must have been like a week or two ago, one of my videos uh, on Instagram went kind of viral for the first time on there. And so I was getting all of these new followers. And I kind of got accustomed for like about a week there that I get on my phone in the morning and there would be like a certain amount of new followers. And it was a larger amount than I've experienced before. And then, you know, one day recently, you know when that video stops trending because it just like Mm – and you're like <laughs> like it yeah, feels like somebody yeah. literally pulls your plug out of the socket of the wall like you're like but
3: yeah yeah, yeah. And, I got so and, then the ne- and then the next thing you post all those new followers see because that's what the algorithm does yeah. and if they don't like that they unfollow you <laughs> yeah. uh, like so it's like ha, 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 ha. you know yeah and it's yeah, it's, yeah. Taylor and I were talking about this, too. Like, I think the cruelest one of them is TikTok and that TikTok will be like, hey, here's a video with one hundred thousand views and here's one with two hundred. And you're like, was it that much better? Was it that much? Why did this one do so like this? The percentage differences on the video numbers can be staggering. You know, you're like, this one got a thousand and that one got a million. (laughs) There's no way that was a hundred times better than the other
1: one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, TikTok, the barometer for self-worth and success on TikTok is like, you better have some stability in other areas of your life because if you are (laughs) only measuring your self-worth on TikTok views, whoo, going to be a rocky life because it's all over the map.
3: Yes, I hundred percent, and that's like uh, that's true of all of it, right? Though, because that's also true of stand up, and that's also true of whatever yeah. your career is, because uh, uh, you know the uh, the the only song. I, I, I this is so funny because I'm just repeating things I've said to Taylor so many times. Uh, the the song from the Greatest Showman that applies is never enough. It's <laughs> uh, enough. It's like you it's just you enough. can't. Yeah, you just you can't you know oh i got this well i did this oh i got this or uh, i got this set well how many views did it get oh i put out a special well it didn't go on this place or how many you know it's just there's always and there's a bunch of people behind you looking to what you're at but you don't look at them like pride you know right comparison it leads to pride or despair right so you either feel way too good about yourself uh or spiraling which i think right. uh if we've caught a theme here amongst the four of us, uh, it's spiraling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll just name the title of this episode, Spiraling. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a line, uh, I feel like I referenced the desiderata a lot on the podcast, but I, I really do love that poem. And there's a line that says, um, for always, there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. And I feel like that's so true in terms mm. of social media following that there will always be people with more followers than you and people with less followers and same within your videos, there will always be videos of yours that get more views than others. And it's just like that. I think trying to embrace the fluidity of it and just knowing that it's like always in flux.
3: Right. Right. And not everything can be the biggest thing, but you you want it to be like, Oh, I made this thing. This will probably the biggest thing I've ever done. And but yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think part of the reason uh, that we keep our kids off of social media is the same stuff that I'm trying to teach myself, which is like, this is a thing. And it's it's an important piece of your job. But I never I, I think social media is fun, like a lot of it. And it's very funny and it can be very creative. Um, but I would not participate actively at all if I didn't think it was for stand up all of these things exist to serve standup, which is joke writing, testing these things, building followers. So it really is. And we're just trying to talk to our kids a lot about like, this is a thing and it's a segment of life, uh, but it's not real life, And you have to like live for what's outside of this. And yeah. that feels so because of the notifications, because of the likes, because of the, it feels like it's the biggest thing. I remember like in, I lost a ton of followers in June uh, over the Black Lives Matter stuff. Like I was pretty outspoken about that. And I've toured like, and I've toured with some pretty conservative acts. So I've accrued some pretty conservative followers and I lost a bunch and I would like, I would just argue with them all day. This was most of my June days. And I was just like argue with people and try and convince them that they're racist. And uh, it was a good time. I, but I would get real stressed and I was like, and then me and Melissa uh, would like leave the house or go on a run or whatever. And I was like expecting strangers to shout at me. You know? I was like, well, they probably saw know. that Instagram post too, right? Like, no, they didn't. <laughs> the world doesn't care about you like this. Like yeah. it does, it feels like it's everything here. But as soon as you get outside of your house and your sphere and your little group of followers and the arguing online, it's, it's not. It's just not any real segment of reality. So we're trying to kind of like instill that. Into our kids because I don't know what's the Conan said that, right? Like the old quote of like every grave eventually goes forgotten. Like eventually, yeah, I know it's a very dark one of just like Jesus, Conan. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he took that tonight show thing pretty hard.
2: Uh, you okay? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, but it's true, right? So you can be like the biggest, most famous thing in the world, and maybe people will visit your grave a little longer than they did somebody else, but eventually, uh. And that's kind of what we're trying, I don't use that quote in, at dinner.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, the this,
3: this spirit of living in the moment and for the people right in front of you um, and making genuine heartfelt connections, it's the only way you can be happy, I think, is to have healthy relationships with the people actually in your life.
2: Yeah, and middle school and high school already feel like that. They yes. already feel like this is the most important thing it's never going to change. Right, this is right. everything. And if I'm not crushing it, and now we never think about it as adults. Yeah.
3: No. And no, that's no, no,
2: how social media is. When you're on it, you're like, this. everyone care? And then you get off and you're like, oh, this. that's not real.
3: Right. And you brain. get caught up and your, your brain just tells you these lies of you're the one that feels left out and they're talking about you. And that goes into adulthood. Have you guys heard that story about the Beatles, right? The Beatles had uh, like just broken up and- Paul goes to Ringo's house and cause like Ringo wasn't talking to the rest of the band and Paul goes to Ringo's house to kind of get them back together. And Ringo says like, I don't know. I've just always felt left out. Like I always thought it was me and you three. And then Paul goes, I always thought it was me and you three. And then the other two guys, George and John, both said the same thing. they like, I always thought I was the one left out. You're like, this is the Beatles. Whoa. <laughs> and that all of them wow. thought they were the odd man out as they were, you know, because it just plays on your insecurities and you just tell yourself. And that's never more heightened, I think, that in in, in middle school and high school, you know.
0: Mm, yeah, certainly. Okay. yeah. I'm so glad I did not have social media. and like i mean my my siblings are all much younger than me and they don't know anything different but social media and i get nervous for them like that's just you know that's just going to be their default indefinitely i don't know what it's like to be raised with with it
3: yeah plus it's just very annoying too like having kids in your house doing tiktok dances terribly (laughs) annoying let's not let's not look past that too
0: (laughs)
2: So, social media social media really ruins coming back from summer vacation. Do you guys remember how like awesome that oh, was yeah. when you could come <laughs> back and you're like I'm hot now. I'm hot. <laughs> like my crush in 2 yeah. months. Yes. What's everyone's deal? What's yeah, everyone's haircut right. look like? Oh that's God, all that's... gone. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was um, There was always like
3: there was always like some boy that like grew a foot and a half and was no longer chubby.
1: Yes. And, and yes. got his
3: braces off, and you're like, "Well, I guess you're ASB president now. <laughs> <Yes. I guess." laughs> you just transformed oh my god. from your your seventh to eighth grade. You just got the equivalent of a hundred thousand dollars worth of work done.
2: Oh yes. my god! And now oh, those we- kids have like of an Instagram that's like before and after. Yeah, my progress this week. Yes. Yeah."
1: I always I, feel like the dudes who are on the show The Bachelorette are like, they all have the confidence of somebody who like peaked at winning seventh grade ASB. Yes.
2: President.
1: <laughs> and that was it. And then yeah. it's just been like, oh, I guess everything's pretty fucking great around here. Yeah. And it's just these like dumb dummies. And I, yeah. I don't know.
3: And they like work at like Verizon.
1: Yes. You know, mm-hmm.
3: they not, because they weren't actually smart. So if they didn't have like a successful dad, then they're not particularly successful, but they still have all the confidence in the world. And it's yes. wild. Was, yeah. It's dangerous.
1: <laughs> dangerous <frankly. laughs> um, well, we, uh, we should wrap up. Uh, I did want to ask you quickly before we wrap up. You and your wife have been together for—did you say 19 years?
3: Yes, we we got together on uh, Christmas Day 19 years ago. So yeah, we've been together. This oh was our ninth, This was our 19th Christmas.
1: Oh, I'm glad that you guys are high been school- through a breakup. Yeah, never uh, been through a breakup one wow. time. I mean, and you're still this likable. It's uh, I mean, truly amazing. Uh, yeah,
3: I will say that Taylor going on stage, uh, this happens one in four shows where Taylor just stops doing stand-up comedy uh, and rants about how unhappy she is to have me as a friend. Uh, like, it's really great. He finds your soulmate at 60. It's never gotten a laugh, not even a chuckle. Everyone's like, I was like, she seems real mad right now. She's <laughs> saying. Me. But uh, I, you know, uh, I use the analogy what I have, what I have in a relationship, uh, Taylor has in her profession, and so we—it's <laughs> just a trade. It's real good for you there, and I'm I'm empty over here, and you know it's a, and so we balance each other as one complete person.
2: Yeah, Dustin goes, you're on Netflix. And I go, you're on Melissa. <laughs> and then we go, okay, it's a draw.
3: It's a draw. It's, it's a, a draw. draw. Yeah, yeah.
2: So you guys were high school sweethearts?
3: Yes. Uh, yes, we we met when I was a uh, junior and she was a senior at a different school, no less. So Ooh. easily yeah. my biggest accomplishment.
1: Wow. <laughs> um, and do you have any advice um for people either in a relationship not in a relationship but like what is your secret to making uh, it last that long
3: the uh that all the there's no thing yeah there's no like it's it i mean that's it, i who am i to give advice this is
1: the well, premise asked, but that's the thing is it's not yeah. that common to still right. be with your partner when you right. met at 16 yes. and be you know, you are somebody to get, I away. would
3: say, um, yeah, uh, I, there's, there's, I would say there's an amount of dumb luck to it. Uh, find a compatible person that you fall for early and they seem to like you for some reason. And you <laughs> are like, Hey, this, this is still a good time. Um, yeah. and there's like all those dull, there's like, there's so many like dumb little cliches that like kind of work about like having a short memory and, you know, like, don't bring up the past. That's kind of the same thing, but you, I don't even, I don't even pay attention because like all every like book and thing you read is like, it's not like no one can tell you how to be in a successful relationship because every relationship is so different and unique. And, um, I would say, you know, the things that, um, the things that, I've only really been good at two things ever, and one is stand-up comedy, and that's debatable. Uh, and those are on and off <laughs> nights. And the other is is being married to Melissa. Like I'm good at that, and I think it's in large part because I like embrace the uniqueness of it all. And uh, like I find her endlessly interesting, and so the things about her that are quirky and unique and sometimes hard, like I, uh, I like lean into them. I lean, I like that we just like lean into um, the uniqueness of our relationship. Like uh, we have this weird, like for example, like I I give her the best conversations uh, when I'm playing a stupid game on my cell phone. Like if I'm playing like, like some dumb thing, like doesn't take any mental capacity, and I'm just pressing buttons. Like I start to unpack my childhood to her. Like, <laughs> You know, like there are things like that that people are like, that's stupid. I was like, yeah, no, it just kind of works with the ADD in me. And she works. Or, you know, just even stupid things like we hate the idea of sharing a blanket. I think it's the stupidest thing in the (laughs) world. And it works for us. And like four years into our relationship, we're like, I hate this. And you hate this. Let's just, you know, so what I mean is like, just like, Asking the questions and, like, not trying to make your relationship look anything like Like, people ask all the time. They're like, oh, like, how do you guys make it work with the travel? And I was like, I don't know. She thinks it's pretty rad to be married to a stand-up comedian. You know, <laughs> like, that's not a bad, you just, you lean into the, uh, right. whatever you think sometimes, like, makes your relationship, like, outside of the box or, you know, different. I, I think that's the stuff that, like, can be the denominator that sustains it long-term, you know.
2: Yeah. That's just Aww. Guessing. I love that. That's really good advice. <laughs> yeah. Again, not the person to go to if no, you're no, going no, no, through a breakup. No,
3: not if you're person. if you're currently fighting with someone, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Yeah. I have no.
2: Okay. Got nothing for it. Dustin's the only person who has met all of besides I think one of my sisters. Yeah, he's the only person who's met all of my boyfriends. Mm-hmm. My dad hasn't even done that. Wow. (laughs) Which is.
3: What an honor. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I've told, I've said this too. Like, they know we're friends. And so they kind of have to be nice to me, which is delightful. (laughs) Uh, It's really nice to have some new person show up. Uh, liking all my stuff or texting me and like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, man, you want to go golfing sometime? And I'm like, I mean, I, if you're paying, sure. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I just get new friends out of this.
1: <laughs> well, Dustin, um, can you plug your new special and plug where people can find you and listen to your podcast?
3: Sure, yeah. Um, Taylor can give you all the information on my podcast. Um, she's, <laughs> you know,
2: uh, One of no. my ex-boyfriends, help huh? <laughs> me. <laughs>
3: that is true Uh, yeah moving on uh my special is called overwhelmed it's currently on amazon you can check it out there uh and my podcast is called don't make me come back there it's uh you know wherever you listen to podcasts it's there so the special we filmed in uh september so it's uh our friend irene too said it's not it's not a COVID theme special, but it's COVID aware. Uh, you know, oh, it's, that's good. it's outdoors. It's uh, there's like 20, 30 people in the audience. You can hear Taylor's laughed quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people wearing masks. It's uh, you know, we tried to make a thing that was in the moment uh, but also um, you know, had some material that lived outside of the moment as well. It's so funny at the beginning when we made this, it was like, this is going to be like, kind of dated just because it's outside. And I was like, I think there's going to be this like two or three years where that's like all you see is outside comedy, you know? Yeah. Like there are so many clips going around and there's still so many specials to come out that people have made is film being outside. So um, yeah. what I'm saying is it's not as unique as I thought it would be.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, we- it's very unique and it's very Dustin. And, uh, you know, I mean, Dustin, I don't, I don't think of as like, Justin's a clean comedian. Cause I think he and I both came up in that, that world and, and sort of uh, bump up against that of like, ah, but I'm just a good comedian. Um, but it is a special that you can watch with like your family, <laughs> you know, yeah. which yeah. is very, very impressive. And there's not a lot out there like that where I would say to my parents, like you guys should watch this comedy special it's good, and you would like it.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> we like it's uh, it's Pixar clean is what we I always like to describe. Is that like there's gonna be some jokes that the parents really like, uh, and the kids didn't get, and yeah. uh, and then it's also meaner than you would expect at times, um, <laughs> which is yeah. true. Which is true. Like you know, like you'll be watching, you know, uh, the Incredibles, and then they'll tell Mister Incredible how fat he's got, and you're like, sheesh.
1: That's <laughs>
3: a little heavy handed there, uh, you know, so it's uh, that's 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 the line that we're towing.
1: Right. Also, the um, the genre of comedy where you say sheesh. Geesh.
3: <laughs> I mean, but that's a pretty funny word. Geesh. I love it.
1: I yeah. absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, Taylor and I had a, <laughs> a hot debate uh, for a 20 minute phone call about which title of a musical was funnier. Les Mis or Oklahoma. And this is the dumb world of stand-up comedy, where we debate what word is funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Juggle, but I think sheesh might be funnier than all of us. I like sheesh.
1: <laughs> um, and Dustin, what's your TikTok handle? Because you're one of my favorite people to follow on TikTok. Oh, that's
3: very nice. I, don't, I, I think I'm just Dustin Nickerson comedy there. Okay, uh, go follow yeah.
1: Dustin on TikTok. Yeah, Fantastic you know, stand-up clips. Just That's a, very nice of you. A great follow, yeah.
3: That's great. Thank you. Yeah. yeah you two are always popping up in my feed and making me feel bad about how many followers I have.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, well, you know, <laughs> Taylor will do that to most yes. statistically yeah. most people on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: She's an exhausting friend to have, but not, but, but still, uh, you 88% charming.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> we just named the new the new special.
2: Eighty-eight percent charming, Pixar clean. Yeah,
3: <laughs> hey, she. or sheesh, yeah. or sheesh, sheesh.
2: sheesh. Um, Dustin, you've been fantastic.
1: Thank you so much for doing Thanks. the podcast. Thanks for having
3: yeah.
1: me. Good yeah. to see you. Bye. <laughs> All right.
2: That was great. We it.
3: Thanks, guys. That was so
2: Thanks, fun. Yeah. The, the kids not forever. being on social media is something we haven't talked about. I think mean, that's yeah, great. Yeah, we could yeah.
0: you want to just title this episode "Raising Kids Without Social Media" or something like that? Yeah,
2: yeah. Is that cool? Hell yeah. yeah!
3: And then I'll See? make them listen to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know,
2: hear us all yeah. going. I think that's great. Totally. Yeah,
3: yeah. And <laughs> I like, love. But it. Then you're like, but you're like, it is fun though. <laughs> yeah, it's <exactly. laughs> true. It is I funny, and that's that. the thing. I'll well, I'll curate tiktoks for them be like all right come watch this one you know
0: yeah, yeah. All... a little taste of it that's basically what yeah. my fiance does for me yeah hey, you're not on any of this so look at this one that's a great yeah. job drinking a snapple like Ooh. yeah
3: it's good stuff have <laughs> him sen- have him send that one to me via snapchat
1: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> well that was a lovely conversation
0: he is that's... a wonderful man
1: yeah <laughs> as to be expected <laughs> love dustin Yes, yeah. I
0: I think he's the first person I've heard of, at least in my circle, of of a parent who is not having their kids on social media. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a me. bold
0: choice, and I think that is very cool. Yeah, yeah. Very cool.
2: Very um, cool. I want him and Melissa to like finish raising me. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I feel like there's some loose ends that need to be tied up in <laughs> those, those last few, few years.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, do we have some uh, some segments? We do. Yes. Well, we, first, we have an iTunes review. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is from Josh S. Rance. It says, the best. Oh my gosh, I'm so, so sad. I just finished listening to your social anxiety episode and I have officially, I just said officially <laughs> I have officially finished binging all of your episodes. I found you ladies in July after watching Taylor's Netflix special, Netflix special, Loved, and have been obsessed ever since. You all do such a great job of picking relevant topics that are so interesting and informative and make them so entertaining to listen to. Super sad I finished binging because now I can't <laughs> listen to you ladies throughout my long day love you all so much and i'm excited to start listening weekly
0: oh thank you josh oh, thanks josh so that's very
1: sweet very that's very a sweet. really 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 nice review thanks for taking the time to do that very um, and- kind if you want more episodes, we've got a whole catalog of episodes on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash self helpless. If you yeah. cannot get enough binging, you can go. Yeah, to you can binge like what, 60 episodes at least? Yeah, at least Something like 60. that.
0: Mm-hmm. So many. Oh, and then another announcement. Um, we are doing video shout outs, uh, self helpless as a team. Um, so if you're interested in booking one for a birthday or New Year's or anniversary or whatever it might be, you can go to self helplesspodcast at gmail.com for more information yeah shoot us an email yes get back
1: to you. yes indeed um okay now let's do some segments sweet i have who a, has things i have a good shit i mean i have lots of good shits
0: because we just kind of came off the holidays and stuff um yeah. but i cam you know because we wanted to like see cam's family and stuff for the holidays and his family's all over the place we had you know Uh, His sister is in Florida, his brother lives in India, his parents were in um, Illinois and Wisconsin, and so we did a virtual holiday party, and I booked one of my incredible clients, Regina, who is a bartender, and she teaches virtual cocktail classes. And so our holiday party was a virtual cocktail hour where Regina was like teaching us how to do, make a couple beautiful drinks. And it felt like, it felt like a real party. It was so fun. What a great um, idea. Virtual it's amazing. Bartender. It's so good. Yeah, virtual bartender. The drinks were amazing. It was really fun, but it was, you know, it's weird when you're doing virtual stuff now and it's it was a nice way to make it feel like it was still like a special event. And so anyway, highly recommend booking her. Um, You can find her on Instagram at cocktails by Regina. It was a blast. So that was a very nice kind of way that we made it feel like it wasn't a bummer that we all couldn't be together. Um, It felt like kind of still fun and special
2: that's nice. such a great idea it was
0: so fun i love it it's great she does bachelorette parties and weddings and corporate events and all kinds of stuff and it's just like so much fun it, it was a blast so highly recommend it
1: nice that's awesome yeah. really cool idea um well to piggyback on delaney's good shit from last week I also went to the eye doctor, uh, the old optometrist, and it had been five or six years since my last appointment. And wow, had my vision gotten so much worse? Uh, Delaney, we are now astigmatism buddies because oh boy. I have astigmatism in my left eye, and um, my I guess my vision g- like more than doubled in. Being worse than the last time I went, which isn't like that uncommon to if you haven't been for like five or six years. But I just can't believe I've been walking around with these glasses that just kind of weren't doing anything anymore. And um, I got contacts for the first time, and man, what a game changer! Contacts are like Mm -hmm. I I just was holding off for so long because. It is it is one more thing you have to do in your routine, which is a bit of a pain in the ass. But I just have the dailies. Is that what you have too, Taylor? The dailies? Yeah. So once you get more comfortable putting them in, it's like you put them in and then you take them out at night and that's it. I was thinking, I kept picturing the ones where people have the trays and they have to clean them. Yeah. And that whole thing, I just was like, I just don't want to do all of that. And the dailies are so easy uh, once you get comfortable putting them in. So yeah, I am wearing contacts right now. I can see. It's so nice. I can't believe it. Uh, I also have way more wrinkles than I realized. I just uh,
2: had not been living <laughs> oh, in a, a high definition beauty mode.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I have just been had a filter on the last five years. <laughs> <laughs> through, par- through partial blindness, I've just been thinking, well, you know my wrinkles aren't as bad for my age. And now I'm like, Oh no, no, no. You have, you have, you have all the wrinkles. You just couldn't see them
2: before. <laughs> so anyway,
1: blessing and cursive
2: of a uh, better vision. Yes. I mean, you have no wrinkles, but uh, we'll let sad. you make that joke. Um, very nice. <laughs> I have, I have a good shit. Uh, so Christmas Eve, I could not sleep uh, and I was up all night and um in in you know being in a place now where I don't have to work for six weeks and then even then who knows if I'll get to work in February um I'm like okay we are gonna start being the type of person we want to be and you get all in your head and you're like what do I have I always want to do that I haven't done and I was looking online for um, keyboards so I could teach myself piano and oh, they're like sold out everywhere. Like you have to like order them right. online. Like I looked at like Best Buy and like Target and stuff because I was like, oh, I'll just like go pick one up. And they're right. like, you can get it by January 8th. Is that? And it is like two weeks. Through- and I was like, ugh, like by then I'll have like given up on myself. Like, you know, <laughs> but I was like, I'll probably just do that. That's fine. But even then I was like I don't know which one to buy. I don't know what I need cuz like you don't want to get something super expensive in case you like crap out on a new hobby. Right. <laughs> right. And I went I went for a walk with Irene the other day and Irene's moving and I went and outside her apartment was just a a keyboard in the grass and I was like hmm, what is this Oh my god. I also didn't want a heavy one. It's super light. It's like so much for a beginner. You can put batteries in it if you want. And it turned on. I was like, what is happening? Whoa. And she came out and I was like, I just found this. Can I have it? And it turns out her roommate had gotten rid of it. Irene didn't even realize. But her roommate had gotten rid of it. And her roommate was like, oh, I've just had it for years. And I just like keep taking it from place to place. And finally, I was she's like, I put it out here like 20 minutes ago. So like, I knew it was going to be gone within oh, like 20 so minutes. Weird. And Irene and I had had plans to go walk like later in the day. And she texted me and I was like, honestly, I'm very depressed. I will probably not want to go later. So let's just go right now, get it over with and like be outside and take a walk. And if I hadn't done that, that thing probably would have been gone. So I have a keyboard now. So you manifested a keyboard, Taylor. I manifested a keyboard. (laughs) I'm a a keyboard witch. That's, (laughs) That's
0: awesome. I love
1: stories like that. love like the serendipity of that ooh very cool (laughs)
2: Wow, Yes, now I have to learn to play
1: it yeah now I mean I have to Uh, and also a couple quick TV show recommendations if you have not watched The Undoing on HBO Max set aside six hours of your life it's only six episodes one of the best shows I've ever watched Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant, you have to watch it and delaney got me hooked on (laughs) a teacher on hulu (laughs) oh my god watch it alone i watched some of the episodes with my mom don't watch it with a parent because (laughs) it's like very steamy and and sexy and like you don't want to watch it with a parent it's it's hot and fun
0: it's wonderfully fucked up it's very sad and also you can't look away and yeah exciting wow. I say. oh god it's
1: uh f- you feel i feel it's very a- confused by how much i like it <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> it it's is. about a teacher-student relationship relationship if it makes you
2: feel 18 right
1: yes still and not then great the- still so not great however oh. the actor who plays him is 25 so you yeah, feel right. a little less I like google that too i'm like ah, i, I know having feelings i not know i was like i need the googling needs to happen immediately because i need to get a better gauge <laughs> out of the of way how old this person actually is it's the guy from love simon which i never saw oh. but i know that that's what he's famous
2: from right he's really good yeah yeah. yeah yeah also i watched all of bridgerton in two days And from what I've seen online, that's how most people are consuming it. Um, I mean, Kelsey told me she didn't watch Gossip Girl or any Shonda Rhimes shows. Yeah. The show is literally to, yeah. Gossip Girl, but in the eighteen hundreds. That's literally oh, what it is.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: <laughs> I mean, I. They must have pitched it that way. I don't yeah. know how they couldn't have. <laughs> right. And you start it, and you're like, "Is this bad?" And then it's episode <laughs> it's <over>. seven, <laughs> and then you're <it's> like, <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter because it, it hooked it, you." Yeah, but nice. you know, I'm. It's look. And it's in the top 10 on netflix for a reason okay yeah yeah a lot of people are watching it yeah uh, well
1: um we hope oh. that you guys are having a good 2021 so far it's not yes. quite 2021 when we're recording this but we hope that when you're listening you're having a good year so
2: far we hope first- everything got magically fixed
1: yes we do <laughs> on the first is of the year first
0: app of the new year Yes. First episode of 2021. Oh, wonderful. Is there anything that you guys want to plug for this first episode of 2021?
2: Nope. I got nothing. No (laughs) dreams, no goals. (laughs) I've got another um, virtual
1: makeup workshop happening in the next couple of weeks. So if you're interested, uh, please DM me on Instagram at Kelsey Cook comedy, and I will put you on the list. Beautiful. And I would yeah. say that the change that I'm making in my
0: coaching program for
1: 2021 is that I will only have 16
0: spots available for the entire year. So we are interviewing for those spots now, if you would like to interview and we'll go from there, DelaneyFisher.com. So if nice. you are an overwhelmed entrepreneur looking to, you know, get your business together and simplify it, hit me up. <laughs> yes.
1: All right. Love you guys and uh, hope you have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We really appreciate it and would love anything you can do to help the show grow and get the word out. So, if you can leave us a 5-star rating and review on iTunes that helps us move up the iTunes charts. If you can tell a friend, a coworker, a family member, anybody that you think would love the podcast. You can also screenshot an episode and share it in your Instagram in your Instagram stories. Anything helps. Also, if you want more of the show, if you want bonus episodes, if you want to be able to be more interactive and help choose podcast topics, you can go to patreon.com selfhelpless self helpless and join there. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Cook Comedy on Twitter at Kelsey Cook. You can go to my website, KelseyCook.com, which has links to my online makeup course. You can listen to my album, Savor It, on Spotify and iTunes, and you can watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Risks of Fury. How about you guys? Where can people find you?
2: You can follow me at Taylor Tomlinson on Instagram and Twitter. My website is ttomcomedy.com. And you can watch my one hour special streaming on Netflix right now called quarter life crisis.
0: Awesome. And you can find me at delaneyfisher.com. That's where you'll find information about my one-to-one consulting and my online courses. So basically if you're a business owner, podcaster, or comedian, uh, and you're looking to either start those things or grow those things, you can reach out to me for more information. I also have an email list at delaneyfisher.com where I share my favorite tools, tips, treats, and free shit. And then we just want to say a big special thank you to our wonderful
1: editor, and the Erdbrink and our fantastic associate producer, Humaira Nawaz. And you can find everything that we all just mentioned at selfhelplesspodcast.com.